All right, so let's dive into this. We have another IELTS writing today on this glorious, and I mean a glorious Monday. And I'm so grateful to be bringing this to you because this is a table. As a matter of fact, this is a double table. All right. And so with that being said, again, I'm giving these nice little updates in terms of everything that I'm doing and will be in the course. Now, obviously, I'm breaking these down just to give you a nice systematized structure. Uh, but at the same time, I'm going to be creating that course. Obviously, Oriana, Bianca, the, you you both are on long-term packages, so no problem. You'll be getting this course for free. I'll be giving you a coupon code, no problema. All right. Now, with that being said, all of the details in terms of sentence structures and stuff like that, especially for you, Oriana, will be in the course. Okay. But here I am just breaking down the format so we don't have to, of course, waste a lot of our coaching hours on breaking them down. Okay. And so here we go. <sighs> You're going to get, remember, I told you last time. All right. And so to explain this, what we're looking at is that green area up above. All right, so it says the tables show results of two surveys done in 1980 and 2010, not from 1980 to 2010. We're talking two dates, three decades apart on various aspects of city living in a particular city. Units are measured in percentage. And then after that, it says summarize the information, reporting the main features and making comparisons where relevant. There it is. So with those two lines that I just read out, the table shows, we don't really care about the units or measure, just drop that. We're just going to paraphrase that sentence and a half. Now, apparently this is a nine in writing, a max score in writing, all right? But let me break it down and show you, uh, is this really a nine? Is there some ellipsis happening, some repetition of words and stuff like that? But nonetheless, can we look at two tables or two things and make sure that we hit all the important features and comparisons? That's what it comes down to in terms of the double table, the double pie graph, the double whatever it may be. All right. And so here we go. <sighs> Let's look at the chart or the table. It says year 1980. What we have, we have aspects, good, neither good or bad. I'm sorry, neither good nor bad and bad. So we have three columns and we have aspects. Those aspects, obviously in 1980, run congruently with 2010. Same thing. All right. Education, healthcare, environment, shops, employment, and transport. Now with good, we have numbers. We have 72, 82, 72, 64, 62, 52 from top to bottom in 1980. Now in 2010, it's 82. Okay. Which means, which means it has gone up. We have 74, gone down. 71, pretty much leveled out. 64 to 60, small drop. 62 to 72, nice rise. 52 to 39, pretty steep drop, okay? So now with that being said, that's the good category. Then we have the neither nor, I'm sorry, neither good nor bad. And then we have the bad. Now, obviously the bad, from 1980 to 2010 and everything has risen dramatically. This looks like what's happening in America right now. <laughs> Education, university being a complete false, you know, a, a, what is it? A false, a false, a, a false something. I don't know what it is, but nonetheless, healthcare, horrific. Environment, terrible. Shops, maybe okay. Employment, huh, 
<laughs> a job. Yeah. Okay. And then, of course, transport, which is absolutely horrific on so many scales out there in America because they just don't want to improve. Nonetheless, we're not talking about America. We're talking about this right here. So <clears throat> let's look at how this person was able to break it all down. Now, the paraphrase sentence, as I said before. Now, the paraphrase sentence, it says the table shows results. The paraphrase sentence says the tables illustrate the proportion of people assessing six aspects of one city's life as good, average, or bad. Now, remember, the survey is various aspects of city living. Here it says assessing six aspects of one, of one city's life as good, et cetera, et cetera. There it is. That's a nice little paraphrase. So instead of saying show results, you could say illustrate the proportion. Illustrate the proportion. Okay? That's the easy way to do it. I want you to write that down. All right? Now, got to have an overall second paragraph. So how are they going to do this overall, 1980 to 2010? We're looking at the biggest keys, okay? So, uh, and then we're going to go from there. So let's look at this. Overall, healthcare, education, and environment. All right? Healthcare, education, and environment were given the highest scores in both years. Okay, so the highest scores were pointing out the good. Okay, and transport facilities received the lowest. Now, again, I don't know about transport facilities. I would just say transportation, but nonetheless, it's all good. Let's keep it going. Meanwhile, ooh, subordination, uh, subordinate uh, conjunction, or yeah, subordinating conjunction, a subordinate clause. Education's rating rose over the period compared to that of transportation, comma, which fell compared to that of, ooh, that is a very sexy sentence to use comparisons, okay? So if we look at this, education's rating rose over the period compared to that of transportation. So if we're looking at this and assessing this, I don't understand uh, why they just pinpoint uh, the top and the bottom. I guess they could go about doing that because education is on the top and transport is the lowest. I guess we're pointing out the biggest key features. You could do that, you could do that. So we're talking about education rising while transport is declining. Yeah, I guess you could do that. We're looking at the two biggest things, what's at the top and then what's at the bottom, okay? The highest rating lowest and then the highest rising, the lowest dropping. There it is. Didn't mention either good or bad, might do that in another paragraph. Let's check it out. So let's break this down. In 1980, okay, so if we see 1980 and we got 2010 in the next paragraph. So we're compartmentalizing the information. Let's see if they do comparisons and whatnot, but we're gonna do 1980 in the first paragraph, first big body paragraph after the overall, and 2010 in the second big body paragraph. So let's check it out. In 1980, people rated healthcare, education, and the environment the highest with over 80% approving of healthcare. Okay, so we're looking at the, the, the approval rating of healthcare, all right? While the other two had figures of 72%, as they stated before, this is in percent, right? So if we look at this, the highest ratings, healthcare, over 80, uh, 80%. I don't know where they got that because I'm looking at healthcare, education, and environment. Environment is not... Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't understand why they wrote this. Because to be honest with you, 
they should have, instead of writing 80%, they should have written 70%. Okay. So if you're going to say had the highest ratings now, again, with over 80% approving of healthcare, while the other two has 72%. So I guess it does make sense, but just got to make sure that, okay, we make sure we compartmentalize the information correctly. So pointed it out 80%, the other two 72% and above. Boom. Got it. All right, and then we're gonna switch a little bit of focus. Under 10% of respondents, okay? 10% of respondents thought that these three services were bad, okay? Under 10, what is it? 10% thought that it was bad. These three that we're still talking about, education, healthcare, and environment. As you can see, five, eight, and six. So we're going from the approval rating being very high, but we're looking at the people who said that it was bad under 10%. All right. So that's what we did. We grabbed the three top. We said, okay, over 80 and over 70, respectively. However, 10% believe that it was below and bad out. But remember, employment is at 10 too. So maybe they should say 9% and below or make it a little bit apparent because then you're going to put employment in with that category and then everything just gets a little bit confusing. But you understand where they made that relevant comparison. So this is what both of you are gonna have to do. Be quick with, okay, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna do it? And just go along with it. In terms of first body paragraph, 1980. Second body paragraph, 2010. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna kick it off with the three top and then look at the approval rating being under 9%. And then you're going to talk about the other three and then look at looking at the approval late, uh, approval rating being 10% and above. See how this goes. So let's see how they did that. As for shopping and unemployment. Now, the thing is, it doesn't say unemployment. It says employment. Be careful. Both had similar figures as 62 to 64% expressed approval and 20 to 24% said they were average. Hmm, not too bad. Okay, now we're talking about the neither good nor bad. All right. Only a half of those survey gave a high score to transportation. Half meaning 52% because it's the lowest. Instead of say 52%, as we've already stated a whole bunch of numbers, you could say uh, just over half. Okay. High score to transportation with roughly a third stating that it was a bad. 32%. That's roughly a third. Very good. We use an adverb to say roughly because it could be plus or minus 32, 33, 34, whatever it may be. That's what roughly is. Very, very good. So how did they break down this paragraph? Here we go. Education, healthcare, environment, three top. Looked at the bad approval under 9%. After that, 260, 260s right? Shops and employment at 64 and 62. All right. And of course, neither good nor bad, 20 to 24. And there it is. And then they just skipped ahead to transport, having only half and a near third saying it was really bad. That's how you break down the table. Okay. It's up to you how you're going to break it down. But this is how you're going to look at it from now on. I'm going to be giving you guys, both of you ladies, assignments on this too. All right, so let's go to the next one. Ah, we're going to go to 2010 because it's a fucking debacle now. Now, remember, we got 82, 74, 71. Neither, nor, uh, neither good nor bad. 11, 14, 13. Bad, 9, 12, and 16. Ouch. All right, employment had gone up, if I'm not mistaken, by 10, which is very good. Neither good nor bad at five. 
However, everything in the back column is just horrible. So that's one of the biggest significant changes. Let's see if they say that. Turning to 2010, the most significant changes we're seeing in education. Okay, so we're looking at the biggest change as over 80% were happy with it, comma. And in healthcare, whose rating fell to 74% from what it was in 1980. Now, I just added that on as extra language. That is not what was written. Nonetheless, the employment situation improved, comma, as in 2010, comma, almost three quarters, okay? Three quarters of those asked uh, express satisfaction. Instead of saying happy, express satisfaction. We're using a variety of different, of course, vocabulary. In contrast, however, approval of the transport facilities fell to 39% and a similar proportion stated it was bad. 39, 38, similar proportions stated it was bad. Finally, with regard to the environment and shopping, their approvals level, I'm sorry, their approval levels both remained relatively unchanged. That's it. That's it. Now, the thing is, let me just hurry up and point this out because when it comes to TOEFL, to be honest with you guys, or of course with you ladies, um, I think the biggest thing is we don't need to just say, furthermore, this, 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 no, no, no. However, when we're making comparisons to stuff, we want to use that comparative language. That's not important when you hear all those ridiculous templates in regards to TOEFL, if you have, uh, for two reasons. The first reason, block all that garbage out, okay? We're making, this is totally different, as you can see, in terms of the writing. We don't need to do that. But in the second paragraph, in contrast, because we're showing the negative side now. And then finally, the last two that remain relatively unchanged, there it was. This is what a nine looks like in table. So this is something for you, obviously, to think about, to get better at, and to see, all right? If you're able, if you're able to, again, look at the structure of this, say to yourself, this ain't too bad. Try writing it out and I'll be seeing you in the next video. So uh, as always, I'll see you there.